and we're rocking and rolling. <laughs> Here we go again. <laughs> like we know what we're doing. <laughs> we are snow horse and the polar bear. The um, you know the last podcast we had is uh, the fourth one, and we're uh, we're trying to do two at once. Like we know what we're doing, <laughs> and uh, we we segued from the last uh, talking about. Uh, the jigsaw puzzle of life, so to speak, and that if a piece goes missing, that the whole picture doesn't look right. And every last mm. one of us is a piece. And and I could have gone off on another tangent there. But the, thi- the thing is, is that if you want to leave, that's your business. But if you knew that God said to his people, I present before you life and death, choose life. I mean, so he's saying, look, there are two options here. Right. To really focus that death itself is a choice. And you need to know you're making it. If you are working in the negative, according to me, that you are listening to the wrong team, that there are two teams down here. We are born on the winning team. And if you are suffering, you don't know God well enough to know that you don't have to. That if trials come your way, that you are being come against by the losing team trying to recruit you, and at le- or at least, at the very least, stop you from succeeding. If he stops you from working for the good guy, he doesn't care if you're working for the, the, his negative team. He just doesn't want you working for God. That's correct. So that makes sense. It's amazing, mm-hmm. it, and it is so much more simple than people are making it. You know, to, to go into reading so many books and so many authors, I realize that God works through people, but so does the other guy. And when people are writing these books, and I'm going to say that I have read none of them, and and frankly, honor up, I haven't read a book since, oh my gosh, it had to be the sixth grade. And yes, I went to college. And yes, there are books out there. But I get information from who I call God. My success can only be given to God, that there are uh, no books that I've read, that what I say and know works, that when I speak, people say, oh, that's, you know, that's in Scripture. And it's wonderful to know because now, authentically, I can send people to the Bible because his word is true. It works for me. It can work for you. I know it works for you, polar bear. And I'm excited, you know, again, uh, to, to refresh everybody's memory you know, what? how we're doing this is that uh, the polar bear has come back into my life after seven years. I'm excited for her to be here. She is, yeah, I'm going to use the word magical, but really blessed. She is absolutely blessed. And Thank to see you. the difference in everything you've accomplished is, you know, profound. And for me to notice it, there's a good chance that the people close to you, and same thing with everybody out there, they don't recognize the change. And if they see a change, that they don't like the change because they're used to a person being who they knew them to be. You know, you were talking about the airport and being on this level and that right. level. Okay. In life, people that know, I mean, even Jesus was saying, you know, it's, it's, you can't be a prophet in your own town. I just got a feeling about you know? levels, yes. Oh, my gosh. First level, second level. You know, and you were guided thing. by angels to go to the right level. So as, as far as I'm concerned, now I don't know this to be true for you, Polar Bear, but I know it's true for a lot of people, is that they get comfortable helping people. And when that person no longer needs help, they, on some level, lose their job. And when the one succeeds that they were helping, they don't like it so much because they either don't feel needed, all of a sudden they don't look down on them anymore, even though they think they aren't. 
you know, and and I, I had a friend growing up. I mean, she was wonderful, and she was there on a, a wonderful level. But I found that every time I was crawling up out of the hole and my fingers were on top of the mm-hmm. hole, this woman would step on my fingers to make sure I stayed in that hole so she could help me out. I had to let her go. I had to let her go. You know, she needed to be needed. You know, and I love the fact that the polar bears come back in full tilt, you know, with all the gifts that I knew her to have when I met her. She came in as a client. She uh, then was a student and then became a friend. And I warned her, you know, I don't think you want to be my friend. (laughs) You did warn me. (laughs) You know, it gets pretty hot. You know, and I mean, (laughs) I, 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 you know, everyone's expecting a, a, a person that has a certain kind of knowledge and it looks blessed and wants to help as being, you know, even keeled and everything's great. Well, there's, you know, the, the water, the ocean is, you know, calm on the surface and can be or, or rough on the surface and, and calm underneath. Uh, I mean, my maiden name, well, let's not go there, is <laughs> it, it, but, but it, it, it rhymes with tornado. And so, but the, in the center of the tornado, the eye of the tornado is calm. That's true. You know, and people are are drawn towards the ocean and turbulence and and, and chaos. And, I mean, look at the news and everything else, which I I don't do, but I know it's out there because it crosses my path. And the the ocean, they're they're drawn to it. But when they get in it, it can be difficult for them. So those that are out there that are sugarcoating their lives and looking like, you know, oh, I would name names, but I'm not going to do that. You know, sugary sweet. Just makes me want to gag, like a big swallow, a big piece of gum, or you know, some sort of sugary candy. Mm. You know, it's hard to swallow that sugar. You know, I like to just get to the point. Let's give the facts. Give some a good piece of uh, food knowledge. Right. I mean, God Himself said, you know, my people are dying from lack of knowledge. I spoke about eternal life in the flesh on one of the podcasts, and I'm I'm standing by it. And and I'm a person that wanted to leave as soon as I got here on Earth. And had been bitching and moaning and complaining. Like, what am I doing here? Right. Well, sometimes when you want to help the third world countries, you have to go there. It is no surprise to me that the earth is is the third rock from the sun. This is a third world country, so to speak. I never thought of it that way. You know, so, you know, this is where the war zone is at. And then we're here and, and, you know, it, it takes a minute to figure it out. But you have to ask. And ask the original author. I did not go to books because I knew people were writing the books. I also believed that the Bible was written by man. And I mean man as in man as in whoever wrote it. Through the course of time, I realized that it's channeled. I mean, I witnessed myself channeling, and I I absolutely did not believe in it. But as soon as I was getting information, in fact, the Twin Towers that went down nine months before they went, I saw it. And it came out of my mouth in a channel of an of a, of a angel that was referred to as the, the crying angel and gave the people in that, the, it was my second time I ever channeled. And, and the people in, in a meditative state, you know, were all listening. And, in, in, and I was sitting in the background of myself, let's say, watching and listening to this angel talk. And my physical body was sobbing. I mean, gosh, it was a boogery mess. And after it was, and, and I remember this thing saying, if you do not cry for those who cannot cry for themselves, they will not cry for you. And I, and she oh. just kept saying it over and over. And there, these people, I mean, I saw them, you know, in the, in the group, just sitting there watching this thing talk, talking through me. And I'm thinking to myself, why don't you ask her questions? You know, like, who, what are you talking about? Where is this happening? 
because I saw and was trying to describe, you know, this thing was trying yeah. to describe through me. I saw those towers. I saw them getting hit. I saw the people jumping. I saw the Whoa. billowing smoke. Mm -hmm. I saw the people running through the streets. It, uh, They were, you know, people yeah. that look like us in America, but it reminded me of, of Godzilla and, 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 and stomping through the streets. I mean, the fire and everything. And, you know, all this thing could say is if you do not cry for those who cannot cry for themselves, they will not cry for you. And I can assure you that when that thing hit, every last person in that group called me and said, oh, my God, that's what you were looking at. Nope. And, and I, of course, I recognize it when I turned on the TV. So nine months before it even happened, the thing that was happening in the moment in history well, it was, I believe it was India that had an earthquake, and people mm. were being swallowed alive. Mm. I am telling you out there, anyone listening, that crying is a luxury. If you have time to cry, you have time to act. The people that could swallow it up or are in the middle of something happening, they're busy trying to, for survival mode. You know, they're not crying. You know, they're scrambling for life. Yes, that's so think about yourself and your situation. If you have time to cry, you have time to act. I'm not telling you don't cry, but at least know that it's a luxury. Take a moment. And if we had cried for those in India that were swallowed up in this earthquake, if we had taken time to cry for them, they would cry for us. Not just India. I'm talking about anybody right. in the world. Is that if you can take the time, I think there's a, there's a statement out there to walk in another man's shoes or moccasins, whatever. whatever. The point is, is... Think about what's going on in some of these people's lives and take a moment to cry for them. I mean, and thank God that you're not going through it. Amen. Oh, my right. gosh. I mean, the, the, the whole thing, that, that bomb that just, or whatever oh. it was, that oh. went off in Beirut. And, oh. I, and I, you know, I don't have a television, so oh. when I saw it come across Facebook, I was, uh. oh, my gosh, are you kidding me? And the, the comments below, they were they were acting as though this was a good thing and those were what? bad people. I didn't, oh. I just, oh. Don't, don't go there. Anyway, okay. my, my oh. point is, is, oh, my gosh, oh. people are so lost. I mean, good people are lost and don't even know it. And we are all pieces of that puzzle. You know, and if we're lost, we're not fitting. And if we're not fitting and jiving, then the picture is not complete. It's not looking good. You know, and if people are trying to jam you into a place where you do not belong, and, I, and I'm speaking with you, Polar Bear, because I haven't seen you in seven years. You know, and the difference that I see in you and how you've come forward and the fact that you called and wanted back in and had, you know, had a question for me and, and, a, and an apology for me. I mean, that's huge. And, and frankly, that's all God's looking for is an apology. I have, a, look, I'm open to receiving. But if people want back in my life, they're going to have to spend themselves, Lucy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know? And even if you didn't go into great detail, you said, hey, I went into my cave. Yes, I did. You I know, did. And, and that, but brilliantly so. You know, and it brought, the COVID brought you out. Yes, it did. Yeah, how cool it's, is that? It's a double-edged sword. So I, I hope that, you know, if there are any people in anyone's lives that are keeping them down in order to help them, be okay with letting them go. The negative team is is holding them at bay from doing the best of the best and promoting the differences in all of you that are stepping up and doing different in your lives and succeeding. You know, just it's a it's a beautiful thing. So hard to do though. 
To let people go. Not for me, baby. <laughs> More room for the snow horse. <laughs> uh, bye-bye. <laughs> I wonder if God feels that way. Like, there they go. You know, probably not. Right. You know, I mean, I'm, I had a bitch session. I'm thinking, what? in fact, I'm going to go there with this. So I was bitching to God. I'm thinking, and I, and I know a lot of people have said something similar. Like, why did you make so many of them humans? Like, mm-hmm. what are you thinking? Have you, have you seen these people? You know, just hurting one another and hating one another and scrambling for the, the best fruit, the best pie, the best seat. You know, I only want to be where I'm supposed to be. And I can tell you, if I'm not supposed to be there, I'm okay with not being there. I mean, it, 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 in fact, I was in my uh, dining room. There seems to be a vortex in there. <laughs> I, don't eat, I don't eat there, but it's referred to as a dining room. It's got a chandelier hanging there like a table's going to be there for people to eat at. <laughs> so, uh, and I, I was bitching. I, I asked God, I said, what do you want me to do? What is the one thing you want from me? I mean, I was angry because, I mean, I'm, you know, I'm doing the best I can. I'm not trying. And, and interestingly enough, for myself, I'm not trying to earn points to get to God. I know and knew my whole life that I was his. I wasn't taught that by anybody I know. I mean, I just knew that I was different. I couldn't be like the others because I didn't like what I was looking at. You know, the high school I went to was third in the nation for drugs at the time. I was watching people crawl up the, the stairs and, you know, the banister coming down and, and t- they were, people were not, do- if they were doing anything about it, I didn't see it. Right. Not one person. I was accepted into all the little, you know, groups, everybody's. Clicky know, things. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I didn't want to be in any of them because, frankly, they were all human. And I just, in fact, even as a, a, a nine or 10, you know, my mother, I, something happened and I was feeling bad. I don't know what it was, but I remember her words. And she looked at me and she said, you're only human. And I started sobbing like, no, 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 that can't be. And I I don't think she even realized that I knew that I wasn't only human. Right. And the good news is, is, you know, I just saw Bill Winston, a preacher that I adore out of Chicago. And he he was saying, you know, and he, he, frankly, he's the first one I heard say it because I don't listen to a lot of people or a lot of um, uh, preachers and that. But he was saying that, you know, when, you know, you're in Christ, that you are a new creature, that you are not only human. Well, it wasn't nice for him to confirm it, but, you know, I knew it all along, and I, and I love it. And the thing is, is that so anyone that doesn't, you know, want to stay in my life, good for me. You know, it wasn't that I didn't respect them. I didn't, I didn't believe God made all these people like this. It just didn't make sense. And, and the reason I'm going on like this is there came a moment. Oh, what a profound moment for me. Years it took. You know, because he, you know, the Bible says, and everybody seems to say that God loves his people, you know, that he's, they put him in charge of the planet. I'm thinking, you know, I'd rather have my dog in charge, you right. know. I mean, exactly. he's always trying to do good, always loving me and, and doing the best he can. Unconditional. Unconditional. And so, and I was angry. I mean, I've got instances where people would, you know, try to come against my animals. And uh, and those are some amusing things of how I handle it. But the, uh, in fact, I'll tell a little one. So, uh, I was married at the time, and there was a snowstorm, and, and uh, we had gone out to dinner with a couple, and these two came back and uh, came in the house, and, and it was so bad that it, perhaps they would stay. This is when people were allowed in my house. Mm-hmm. And um, and they, they came in. They had uh, leftovers. Uh, uh, my husband and I brought some leftovers in, and, and uh, since they were going to stay the night, uh, and I said, yeah, sure. you know. And so the woman... She said, and you're, oh boy, are people going to dislike me for this, but this mm-hmm. is exactly how I feel. You know, this is my house. Right. And this woman says, you exactly. need to lock these animals up. What? Okay. You know, uh, 
and, and I mean that word, oh. and I held my cooler. And I said, oh. you know, I can do that, but while I'm doing that, can you go to the car and bring in whatever it is I was asking to bring in? Maybe her leftovers, who knows, <laughs> to put in the refrigerator, but it was frozen outside. But anyway, so she she went out the door, and I walked down those steps and to the front door, and I locked that door. Good and I came you. back up, and I told the husband, I said, do you want to go with her, or do you want to stay? He says, I'll stay. Thinking, what kind of moron is that? But, but you know what? I, you know, these people knew me. They knew us. And, mm-hmm. and my husband didn't say a word. Not a word. You know, I mean, I, I, whew. Well, good you know, thing but he did. You know, that, you know. Just didn't uh, say a word. <laughs> good thing for him. Well, he'd have gone out there and helped her. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> anyway, he's been rehomed since, and, and he's happy, and I'm happy, and, and she's freaking phenomenal. Uh, so that being said, there's so the animal thing is a big deal, and I don't want anybody messing with my animals, and that is the reason why I don't have anyone in my property any longer. I work with exotic animals also. And so I was complaining to God, and all of a sudden he gave me a little piece of knowledge. Remember, God's people are dying from lack of knowledge. And I was seeking. I was asking. I was bitching and asking, but I was asking, and he was answering. And I realized that every day in my head, not necessarily outward, I thought, you know, if anybody messes with my animals, I would clean their clock, and that's a nice way of saying it. Right. Okay. I mean, I would go to jail for those animals, and Satan was, you know, tempting me. Mm-hmm. But I realized that here God was, loving every last person he created, every last one of them, every, the ones that were going through my mind, like, you know, that were coming at me. This is before I knew there were two teams, and Satan was using people close to me to try to get me and I had to let them go and it, and it was I, you know I wanted the picket fence and the the little June Cleaver stuff going on right. you know with the happy little household that, that was not happening I was separated out absolutely separated out and and I went kicking and screaming all the way to where exactly where I want to be magical I mean God is good so as I'm, t- I'm thinking about this with God I just started sobbing and I'm thinking oh my gosh here I am every day in my head somewhere and audibly saying to people, I prefer animals to people. And I realized I was kicking the very thing God loved every single day in some way. I, I, was, I was so upset with myself and apologizing. Now, I may not love people the way I can. I love the spirit within them. I got around it by knowing that, you know, God's in there. You know, and the devil is using these people, you know, and, and causing them to do miserable things. You know, so that's the whole thing when Jesus died on the cross, when he was basically looking up at himself and saying, forgive them, Lord, they know not what they do. You know, so I can yeah. I can let them go in a heartbeat. You know, the good news is, is we're not running out of people. That's also the bad news. <laughs> cancel, 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 cancel. Satan, get off me. So, you know, the the polar bear got close, you know, and and. uh I got I was I was me all day long and it and it and it didn't feel warm and fuzzy to her. No, it did not. You know, I, I'm. But you were you were right. You were 100 percent right. Well, the good news is is you know you you lived a, a number of years doing your own thing and figuring things out and and God bless you for coming back. I'm glad I came back. You know, perfect Thank timing. <laughs> she had told me when she called to ask me that question that she asked me. Um, she also said that she was doing videos, and I can't wait for these, these things to happen. I said, you know, it just so happens that I have access to a studio and cameras. I couldn't believe that. I was just learning how perfect. to work my phone uh, no, no, to make perfect. videos. So uh, let's go into the uh, Orion Neighborhood Television, which is where we're sitting yes. in this in this uh, oh. 
podcast group awesome. uh, studio, and then there is another studio and cameras and things, and there are classes here that are so affordable. You, it would, I, I would quote it, but I've, I don't know if they've changed a little bit. I'm going to tell you it's well under $100, well under $100. You know, a two-day class it was for the podcast. Maybe it's longer now. A uh, five-week class for the um, forgot the name of it, but it, it's you know for the studio and the cameras oh, and the okay. boards and the filming and the editing and things like that. It's it's whew, chock full of data and knowledge and, and wisdom. And Joe is so patient. I love him so much. Oh, Joe is amazing. I keep thinking inside his head he wants to kill me. <laughs> That's <laughs> the patience of a saint. Oh my gosh, and and, and Joe eats the same way. And oh and yes, you know what too? I I haven't messing message. I haven't mess. I haven't mentioned Tessa. I've talked to her twice now on the phone, and she's helped quite a bit. I, 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 I've mentioned uh, Tracy. She kind of navigates everybody when they call. And Ian, who is the executive producer or director, I can get this straight. But anyway, so great here, and the equipment is so top-notch, and the mm -hmm. price is so low. It's like a hidden treasure here. And uh, I'm just so grateful for that. So so when the, the polar bear came back in my life, you know, we're opening up this friendship. We're putting here. I'm, I'm not giving her a whole lot of room to talk. Okay. But, you know, it'll come. You know, right. and, the, and the reason I do this is overprotective because I believe that there's an uncomfortable uh, bit going on here and that she's witnessed some of the things I've talked about so she can play into it, like with the jigsaw puzzle in the last right. uh, exactly. podcast. And then... Um, you know, the different levels and then you, you know, you growing so much. And I, I just pray to God that the people that you do have around you that you don't want to let go of because maybe you like it, you know, that, that, you know, we pray that they accept the, the you that is, is you, you know, I mean, just let her out of the box, <laughs> you know, <laughs> and I'm saying that to anybody that might be set into a box in their family. And then, and then they all of a sudden come into their own, they're, they're, place they want to be the thing that they're doing that they love and they're excelling at or learning and growing exactly beautiful thing right. so the the um Ooh. yeah i know it's deep yes, oh, i just have a it's very deep and it's come a long way thank you you know but i saw you when i met you <laughs> you know, I didn't see me when I met me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I like. Oh, I, I rem oh my gosh, I remember I was eight years old, standing in a doorway uh, between a bedroom and the living room in uh, my parents' house, and it, it was my father. And I I don't recall exactly um, what he said, but I can surmise by my response that I will never forget is that, you know, I had left the lights on or the doors open or the cupboard doors open or, or whatever. And, and uh, I remember as he walked away that I said out loud, I said, it can't be about growing up, getting a job, and paying bills. Oh, wow, at eight. At eight years old. Yeah, also, <laughs> at eight years old, I was sitting out of rock in my parents' front yard, and and I was wondering, you know, like what I could do and, and uh, what else there is. And one of the things that I did say that I might have mentioned uh, in a podcast is that I said, uh, you know, I wanted to speak for those who could not speak for themselves. And I was trying to get all philosophical as a child, but I meant animals. Well, I got news for you. <laughs> turns out it's inanimate objects now, man-made. It turns out that it's plants and trees and skies and clouds, and, and we can get there. And a lot of people say, oh, that's divining. Well, I got news for you. God, you know, said that, the, you know, the heavens are filled with information. He's got another way of saying it in the Bible. But he's not saying follow that as though that's your guide. It's there to be helpful, you know, to follow him, that all things do lead to him if you allow it. 
people do not have to go down the rabbit hole, so to speak, of hell in order to find God. But he is there when you get there because that's when people cry out. That's exactly right. Because, oh, my God, what? I mean, I was screaming like a crazy woman on my knees, screaming at the top of my lungs on my property years, decades ago. And I was swearing, you know, like, what the F are you doing up there? Don't you see what's going on down here? Right. You know, and it, it, and it, because I was swearing at that point, it was like, you know, rats in the attic just scurrying around like all the angels. Are going, oh, my God, she's swearing, <laughs> you know. And it's, it's, it's been a chore to try to stop swearing, so yeah. I'm asking God to release me of that, <laughs> that little chain. Yeah, that's hard to Ooh-wee. do. Cancel, cancel. Cancel, cancel. Okay, so um, on the last podcast, um, I, I read something from the New Ark Ministries mm-hmm. Facebook page. That is the ministry that I started for animals and people mm-hmm. alike. The, um, I would like to read, because uh, we were talking about you know, feeling abound, exactly. abandoned, they're left out. I mean, yeah. you yourself went into a cave. Exactly. You know, if things weren't adding up in your life, you know, sometimes you sequester yourself. And the COVID thing, I mean, that put everybody in lockdown. That's true. You know, and, the, true. and, and a lot of businesses are, are mm-hmm. changing so that people are working from home. They could have done it before, but they were forced into this scenario, and it's going to work for them. I don't know. Real estate will be available, you know, maybe at good prices. Maybe new businesses will come. About that. It's going to be exciting. Yeah. Oh, lot, lots of lots of good things. Exactly. I mean, remember, God turns things around for those who love Him. I can hear everybody. S- I can hear people out there swearing now. Amen. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <Have> that. <laughs> well, even if you don't understand it, like the electricity when you flip the switch, give it a whirl. Know it's there. That it's there for you. Loves you. Y- you don't have to get all holy roller about it. That's like with COVID. You got to ride the storm out. Well, find joy in all trials. That's true. Book of James. James. Book of James. And I'll, I'll, that is the, that's, it's, it's, uh, there's nothing we can do. We got, it's happening. We get to go pray and just do the best we can. There to help help others the best you can. And be, be nice. Be kind to each other. Just remember, if this is a weapon coming against us, there is no weapon formed against us that shall prosper. It's imperative that people recognize that, that no matter how bad it gets, it will not prosper. It will not prosper. And, you know, and I've, I've, I am one of the ones, I, I haven't, you know, I'm aware of conspiracy theories because I'm thinking people are always up to something. The good news is, is if they're up to something that isn't good, they're working for the bad team and they're going to lose. They're going to lose. They will never win, ever win, never. And it's best to stay on the... The good team, it's not about being a goody two-shoes. It's just doing what's right. I'm going to ask people out there, if God had a family picnic, would you be invited? Good point. <laughs> Very good point. Yeah, that's all good points. That's yeah, why when are. people get close to me, they hurt. <laughs> <laughs> all those points. <laughs> Another good point. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I feel that one. Now I know where that pain comes from. <laughs> Is it on the left side? Yes, it oh, is. Oh, yeah, that could be me. Yeah. <laughs> right above my... Uh, <laughs> <area>. <laughs> no. Yeah, your... Oh. your, your my hip cho- area. Your, yeah. uh. <laughs> oh, my gosh, that's funny. So... Oh. Lower the, back area. Yeah, well, that... I, that yeah. Okay, so let's go there okay. since you've said it. But oh. it, is it in the muscle area or the spine itself? No, it's in the muscle area. Okay. Right, right there, right. Oh, the, what they refer to as the love handle? Yeah. Okay. Oh yes. Okay. So well, <laughs> oh, this is. I'm going to tell it? you that this is your sister. 
I believe that. <laughs> Pick a sister. Don't say the names. I'm not saying no. Because you, you only no. you need to know. I don't. No, I don't need to know names. unless you're asking. I'm not asking. So that's you that. Don't, I don't need to ask. Well, we're just releasing. Uh, Lord God, in the name of your Son Jesus, that there is no need for the polar bear to suffer whatsoever. We've got the message of what that area represents, and since she's got the message. If it is, in fact, true with regards to what we have said as the quote-unquote, let's call it, for lack of a better word, diagnosis, that it is relieved because she doesn't need to know anymore because she got the message Amen. loud and clear. Amen. Amen. So we're looking for the total healing on that immediately. Okay, so on Newark Ministry, I, I put a post up for those that are, you know, abandoned mm. by people and or don't get to fit in where they think they want to fit in, or if they are, quote-unquote, the black sheep of the family, or no matter what they do, it doesn't work. You know, that, that you know, sometimes we're born into families, and we're just, that was a portal to get in. I often tell people that parents are like a university. You come in for the diploma, which happens to be the birth certificate. You know, that this is, right. sometimes they let you go, or don't give a fat rat's banana what, do bananas have fat rats? I mean, I do, do, no, I, do rats have bananas? I don't. My, my father said <laughs> another word, so I'd just put banana in there. <laughs> anyway, so oh, my dad, oh, my dad yeah. was so cool. Oh. Uh, well, the yellow board up here helped me pick, picture banana. Oh. So, so the, the, the thing is, is that if you can see that your parents were the ones that were best suited to have you delivered through them into the world to set you on the path that I'm going to tell you based on, you know, an experience, and I can tell that another time, that you chose. You, ch you have options to choose. There is a choice that is made. You are provided through the right two people to make it into the planet to get that diploma, which is the birth certificate. Just like a university, the university doesn't chase you to make sure you succeed. You know, there are parents out there that, you know, don't want you to succeed because, you know, they didn't succeed. Or they want you to be like them because they're looking for a cookie-cutter person. You don't have to do that. You got your diploma. You got your piece of paper. Do with it what you want. What I'm suggesting you do is recognize you're born on the good team, the winning team, the always winning team. And if you are being sought after and people torturing you in some way, bullying you in some way. That's how important you are, that the negative side is using those people to come at you to take you down, to stop you from your success, or at least take you to your knees so that you will not function. But I got news for you. If you work for God and you start, you know, rebelling in some way and fighting against or, or even bitching and moaning, that itself says, I know better. I will not take this. Exactly. It's a, it's, oh, a, it's, exactly. A, it's a beautiful thing. And so I'm going to read to you a post that is on the Newark Ministry page. Again, this is a ministry I set up for animals. Uh, we've gone into it on a, a couple of the other podcasts. And so it starts out this way. Rather than feeling, yeah, there, let's start out again. <laughs> Rather than feeling alone, considers yourself chosen. As the word of God states, I separated you out to be a prophet to all nations. Being separated out can come at any time, especially if you desire the world to change for the better. This desire is often the beginning of your life changing to one that will look like or feel as though you are being cast out or abandoned. 
when in fact you're being prepared. It can start the day you were born or at any age. Perhaps you witness a miracle. Praise God. Once you see a miracle, a true miracle, there is no going back. How can you possibly fit in when no one else has witnessed it? Nor will they believe you. How can they truly believe you? Certainly they may be happy for you. But in order to continue those miracles and move forward at the same time, people will drop away from your life or push you out. When you continue talking and praising God for what you have seen because you know it was miraculous and cannot contain yourself in the praise of God, the people in your life will become like the Red Sea, divided. Know that you will walk through the middle, clean and clear to the other side, never alone, never lonely or without, in but not of the earth, in but not of merely flesh. If you find that you don't fit in, or are not included no matter what you say or do. Consider yourself chosen, set apart, much like the story of Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. Your day will come. Try not to fight to be average or less than. You are meant for more. Alone? No. Speak with God and listen and watch as your life unfolds. More often than not, and regardless of age, we are plucked out of anonymity when what we are meant to do becomes all too obvious, as if overnight to those around you. But to you it may seem as though it take, it may take or has taken forever. Patience. This is when the phrase, be careful what you wish for, is something to consider. A quiet, seemingly mundane life doing phenomenal things is much more enjoyable than being hounded with no time to yourself for the simple things like petting your own dog, seeking fame and fortune. When it comes, life can get hectic quickly. Should you ask for fame and fortune, I dare say the phrase, what price glory, may echo through one's mind, but perhaps a little too late. Consider knowing what you have when you have it before you go changing your mind and wanting something different. Contemplate whether you already have a version of what you asked for. Ask if you desire, no, and if you desire, ask for adjustments rather than change. Just a thought. Really powerful. Right on the, right on the money. And the head of the nail. I don't. Right. Uh, the, the, the cool uh, part is, is this: is that it, can, it can come at any time. There are amen. plenty of stories out there. That oh, there was one an actor. I think he was out of Detroit. He was a, a policeman or something, and then he he was on the uh, some sort of series uh, for the uh, like the Godfather type of thing. I, I forgot his name, but the point is, is he was he was a cop for I think he was in his sixties. You know, some people are hitting their stride at 70. I want to go over one more time, and it'll happen over and over again, is that when I, when I asked God what I was supposed to do in the, in the, what my one job was, right. he said to me, your only job is to stay alive. I mean, I was, I, uh, it's just a flood of, of dropping off any stress game over me, and I looked around the house, and I said, oh, I'm going to, I'm going to need a bigger house <laughs> because I realized in a, in a quick heartbeat that if I was going to be able to stay alive forever, 
mainly because it went into more questions over time, is that my animals could. Mm-hmm. So true. that so that, you know, if he presents before us life and death and we're supposed to choose life, then choosing life is, is the first step of staying alive. That if we are able to do, like he says, these and greater things shall ye do, then we're going to do be able to do whatever Jesus did and greater things than those. I'm thinking one of the greater things is staying alive in the flesh. Did I want this? Absolutely not. But doesn't God choose the least likely <laughs> to <laughs> succeed at something Amen. like that? I wanted yeah. off the planet, yeah. like I said, the day I was born, I'm sure. And, you know, had these conversations with what I know to be God my whole life. I, no one told me I couldn't, and nobody told me I should talk to him. It wasn't, it, it, it was never up for conversation. I just, it was who I was. You know, and there are there are those that are thinkers, you know, and I was one of them, you know, a thinker and a knower, you know. And then over the time of bitching and moaning to God, you know, he he gave me information just heck a lot like Joe, you know. I mean, he is so oh. kind and patient. The guy here, oh my gosh, teacher, instructor, magnificent. I even question it. He says, eh, "It's my job." I'm thinking, <laughs> yeah, well, that's yeah, isn't but that so patient though? But I know, but so is God, so is God. That's what I'm saying, right? It's a beautiful thing. And by the way, I'm going to give a shout out to garbage men. If there's anything that isn't as close to Jesus (laughs) as anybody, it's a garbage man that picks up my garbage every single week, takes it away. And I can guarantee I don't chase that truck to get that garbage back. (laughs) And I'm not chasing Jesus to get that garbage. I think, hallelujah. (laughs) Thank you for the garbage you take. Oh, my gosh. Thank you, Jesus. So so that being said, there's there's people that are um, going over uh, doing jobs that are very similar to what, you know, God and Jesus and the, and the likes of the apostles. And by the way, let me go over this one more minute. <laughs> I'm talking about getting letting people go. You know, people are saying, you know, they don't have any friends or they don't know if people like them and they, they don't, you know, where's their best friend or do they, you know, who, who, who's going to have their back? Jesus, as, a, as I know it, had 12 that were around him. 12 best friends. Uh, and were they? Were they? No. no. <laughs> <laughs> Every last one failed on some level. If Jesus couldn't get a friend, what makes you think you're going to have one of those people? That's why knowing God and Jesus is key, that God works through people. When they foul up, you either let them go, forgive them, walk through it, explain it, find out who's on the winning team and wants to stay on the winning team, and, and support you doing your end of the winning team, right. you know, your piece exactly. of the puzzle. Because in every piece and every puzzle, there are surrounding pieces that exactly. support that one piece. Exactly. You know, it's exciting. You know, I only want to do what I'm supposed to do. And if all I have to do, oh, listen to me, all I have to do mm-hmm. is stay alive forever, mm-hmm. stay alive forever. There's one verse in the Bible that speaks to staying alive. Two things, well, three or four. But one in particular, it says that the body without the spirit is dead. Mm. Like a helium balloon, you know, if you don't have the air, in this case, if you don't have the spirit, you're dying. If you choose death, you're dying. If you, and you can do what you want. I'm not telling you, you you shouldn't get a burial plot. You go ahead and do that. But I assure you that any sign of purchasing something that leads to death is exactly what you're going to get. Now that, you know, hey, I was looking to go. I was looking at age as the only legal way out of here. Well, now I'm being told that, uh, you know, my job is to stay alive. (laughs) You know, but I'm willing to do it because my personality says that right about 121, somebody's going to want to know what I'm doing. 
I don't have to go advertise anything. I don't have to market it. I don't have to sell it. I don't have to hope people understand it. I can assure you, if I'm still ticking and walking upright and feeling good and looking all right, because there's, there's, I do know where this is, because a lot of people come to me fearful of dying and getting old, you know, broken down and all this other stuff. There is a passage, and it is in the book of Job in line 25, 33, 25. But the surrounding passages is what supports this piece of information I'm about to deliver. And it says that, the, that he will renew your flesh to the days of your youth even fresher. Mm. Once, twice, even three times, meaning continually renewing your flesh. And by the way, science backs that up. They don't understand why people are dying either because they know the body renews itself. Every part of the Bible, Bible, yeah, right, that's right. Mm -hmm. Every part, part of the flesh renews itself. And they don't understand why people are dying. And I'm telling you, because the spirit is dead or not in there. You have to feed it. And you feed it with the word of God. Or you feed it with the, the, or praising him for what, he, you know, it, it, he's not a him, by the way. You know, people are making it so complicated. Again, if you're going to turn the light switch on at the wall and not ask where it comes from, why it works, how it works, and demand that it does or doesn't work again and cannot work, and you knew, need to know the intricate parts of it, then stop trying to figure out how God works. Just know, I mean, based on your experience, know that he does. Flip that switch. Yeah, Let I, the light shine. I th I thought I asked I tell people that my dad knew how electricity worked. Mm -hmm. I asked my dad, "How does electricity work?" And he says, "I don't know." <laughs> <laughs> I thought, well, I thought you knew because you were an electrician. He's like, I don't know how electricity works. Where'd you get that idea? <laughs> That's brilliant, brilliant. So the so the the things we're just going over here is. You know, because things work for me and uh, I get what is most people refer to as miracles, is there are messages everywhere. I'm able to interpret the message. In fact, there's a, there's a movie out there that, you know, is controversial to people who say they're Christians. And that is the uh, Golden Compass. And in that, fascinating enough, the little girl, her name is Lyra. It's in the script. But I used to be called Lyra when I was little by very few people, mm -hmm. but it was there. It was the first two letters of my given name, which is Lisa, and the last two, uh, the first two letters of my last name, which is R-A, of the last name. And so this little girl in this movie is the only one that could read the compass or the symbols. That's right. Very cool. And then through the movie, there was a mm -hmm. moment about a polar bear. Yeah. Oh, my right. gosh. Rock my world. Rock my world. And from that moment forward, the polar bear, you know, she was sitting next to me and owned it. Yeah. So if you ever want to know just how cool this polar bear is that's sitting across from me, watch that movie. Yes. Because she's got the armor of God on her. Thank you, Jesus. And she is so powerful now. And that no one can strip her of that armor. That she has changed into who she was always meant to be, that Satan was after her because of how powerful she is meant to be. Do I know what that's going to entail? Not my, my, not my call. But I can tell you, when I met her, I saw her to be gifted. She is not only gifted, but she is stunningly beautiful in the flesh, and that can bother a lot of people. You know, they'll be drawn to uh, people of, that are uh, attractive, you know, and, and sometimes people who are attractive think that's what they've got. You know, and that's what that's what they work on. And the problem is, is if that changes, they lose their confidence. 
You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I know exactly what you're saying. You know, but y- you got some you got some new help with hips and knees, and you know <laughs> it, ha- it it ha- didn't change who you are. Yeah. You know what I mean? And bless Tom for my hair. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Give a shout out to him because he. Oh ooh, my gosh, oh, you look beautiful. Tom. Holy cow! Oh, I oh yeah. You guys check the podcast <laughs> and see the difference in what Tom can do. <laughs> where where Tom, is where is he? Tom is uh he's at Don Franco's. He, he, oh, is there a, a salon? Any town? Oh, Grand Blank. And I've known Tom since I was 16 years old. Wow. Look, I don't think I say Eons. so. Yeah. <laughs> Look, it's, yeah. your only job is to stay alive. Hang oh, in there. Tom is awesome. He's a miracle worker. Hands are magic. Oh my He's the only one that can make my hair look like this. Brilliant. I feel like I look like, I feel when I leave there, like I feel like a million dollars. Oh, you know what, too? I don't know. Maybe I can, I don't know yeah. if uh, the camera will pick this up, but I, I uh, showed Joe this and he says, yeah, that does look like that and and i don't even know if uh, the people around you have realized who you look like let me see where i oh that picture no <laughs> the one side by side I you know? oh, well. okay, okay, let's, I, I don't know where's this camera here okay so i'm going to show a, a picture of the polar bear uh we were out uh, <laughs> <laughs> gallivanting and i and she she made, made this pose that you'll see in this picture and i thought oh my gosh look who you look like so let me let me uh there's a prompt here, and I want to get rid of that. Okay, so see, can we see this? <laughs> oh, yeah, here it is. How about the, oh. oh, wait a minute. It's blaring. Yeah, all I see is my hair. Wait a minute. There we go. No, that's <laughs> Probably not. Oh, she looks, I mean, oh, oh gone. My oh. camera blanked out. Anyway, anyway. She, she is a striking resemblance to Catherine Hepburn. Oh, oh my God. gosh. The eyes, the nose, the smile. Come on now. Oh. It's good. She, she, didn't have, she didn't have blonde hair. The only reason it, uh, it actually lends to that is because your hair looks a little bit darker in this picture. And it, mm. and it helped me see the, the comparison. And then when you put your hand up like that, oh, I'll take this <laughs> one more time. Where is this thing at? <laughs> there we go. Amazing. Amazing. Okay. So we're going to wind this thing down. Yes. I want you th- I want to thank you for listening. I, I believe that I may have said in the beginning of this particular podcast about the prayer line. And if I didn't, I'm going to say it again, that we have a prayer line that you can call. Um, if you care to, you don't have to, you can go directly to God and Jesus. Or, and if you're, if you're calling on the angels, I, I'm going to just say, go to the boss, Jesus or Pete, stop thinking around, Amen. <laughs> you know, you know I, I mean, I went yeah. to the boss my whole life and then within the last, I don't know, I, I still don't know the time frame, but I'm going to guess 10 years at, at the best that, uh, you know, I was holding on to what is known as the Bible and it was in my hands and. And I and I, it's the only book I was holding at the time. And I asked, I asked, you know, I mean, people ask me questions and I receive answers. And you know, if I'm going to be paid and 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 they're going to listen to what comes through me, then then I'm going to be listening to what comes through me also. And so I asked. I said, "What's the one thing I need to know in this book?" I mean, remember, I didn't read it. You know, I was talking right. to God the whole time, so I was talking to God. And I, I said, "What's the one thing I need to know?" And I got, you know, some numbers. And I now I know, of course, that they're chapter and verse. And it's in, a, in a, I'd like to tell you where it's at, but uh, I do know in quotes it was from Jesus. And if you want to go look to where I found it, that, that's your business. But I'm telling you that it said in quotes, nobody gets to, to the Father except through me. And I'm thinking, mm-hmm. well, I've been talking to him my whole life. Right. Yes. And that's a lovely thing. And I got accuracy. But Jesus is the one that provides eternal life. And eternal means eternal means eternal. 
I know you're going to have, you know, passages that say that, you know, all things have their time. Everybody, everything has a season. I mean, pick the one you want and read it and own it. I'm picking the one. He told me that my only job is to stay alive. Then I see that the body without the spirit is dead. So that means the body with the spirit is alive. I see that it says that he will renew your flesh to the days of your youth, even fresher, once, twice, even three times. Meaning every time you falter, get back on board, accept Jesus as your Lord and Savior. Right, exactly. And you don't Amen. have to do it. Pick, pick, pick yeah. what you want and go do it. No skin off my nose. I, I got an open door policy. Bye-bye. Right. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you want some of this? You Do you get miracles with what you're believing in? Or or do you need all this extra stuff to do, you know, and, and I'm not talking charms and altars and things on the altar and things that you need to wear in order to have some power. And, and, and good, good Lord, there's a lot to do. A lot to remember. And I'm saying, you don't have to do that. One call to the boss. You know, mm-hmm. go to Jesus first. Exactly. You know, he, he's the one. He, he, uh, and based, based on all the extra goodies. Right. <laughs> you know, that's what I'm saying. He's the one with the extra goodies. So the prayer line is, the phone number mm-hmm. is 810-724-3223. When you call, it'll identify that it's the prayer line for uh, Snow Horse and the Polar Bear Show, that you leave only your first name and what your desire is, your concern is, you know, a, a problem. Your, if you want to you know, shout out to Jesus, uh, we'd love to hear that too. Mm-hmm. We will not be returning calls from that line. You can reach us on that new ARC, that's A-R-K Ministries, on Facebook. There's Messenger, there's, uh, uh, so you can contact us there, and we'll certainly reply to that. Anyway, God bless you. You know, for everything that you do that is good, may God bless you more. Amen. Thank Amen. you, Polar Bear. <laughs> Thank you, Snow Horse. Thank you. Okay, we're gonna God bless you. Shut this puppy down. Well, thank you for bringing your little buddy. Peep. <laughs> Wait till you see the movie, Uh-oh. The Secret Life of Pets. You're going to love this cat. <laughs>